0: Now, what on earth is going on with the Brumbies in uh, the Snowy Mountains? I haven't talked about the Brumbies for a little while, but I'm going to in just a couple of moments. There are allegations the state government, through the Environment Minister, Matt Keane, well, the allegations aren't nice, that they're baiting the historic horses down there, these wild horses down in the Kosciuszko National Park in order to get the population under control. One bloke who's been at the centre of this, and look, he has a vested interest, of course, he runs a a local business down there, and he ferries families on tours via horseback of the Snowy Mountains. is Peter Cochran. He's a former Nationals member, and uh, he's a good bloke, Pete. He really is. And I think his heart's in the right place. But he's concerned. He shared a, a photo with me That we put up this morning on our social media showing very clearly that Brumbies are being culled via baiting. And I don't know, I just think that's cruel. I don't know whether we need to deal with any supposed issues of environmental damage or alleged issues of environmental damage by the Brumbies by simply culling them. I don't like the idea of a cull, I really don't. Anyway, let's chat with Pete. Pete Cochran, you there Pete?
1: Yes I am
0: Marcus, good morning. Good morning to you, happy new year mate.
1: Same to you too. Uh,
0: Now I've uh, had a look at this photograph that you've posted on social media, we've copied it and shared it uh, and your post on our socials this morning. You say, so this is is Matt Keane's culling program, Baiting Horses Now. Uh, This trap site that you've uh, uh, this salted area uh, that you've highlighted with a dead horse. No bullet marks. It's a terrifying sight to young children touring with uh, your company, Cochrane Horse Tracks. Of course, you do, and I mentioned before you came on air that obviously you conduct tours of the snowy mountains and it be a wonderful adventure for families. But do they need to see this sort of stuff, Pete?
1: No, they don't. And, uh, I mean, it's in contravention of almost every... Uh, convention in relation to humanity that you can imagine. I mean, it's, it's baseless cruelty. And uh, if it's true that they are using urea salt to salt these horses in and the salt needs to be tested, we believe they are. The horse is actually dead on the salt lick. And this is a salt lick created in order to attract horses into a place where they can trap them. It is a place that's been used by the National Parks and Wildlife Service to trap horses in the past. Uh, the horse was dead right on the site, right on the salt. So it wasn't as though it was uh, some misadventure in some other place. And uh, it's almost conclusive evidence to us that they are using urea salt. And whether this is accidental or not, and I suspect it's not, uh, then there there needs to be action. I'd be asking where the hell is Matt Keane and... Peter Garrett apparently recently endorsed the actions of the Invasive Species Council in their action up here and I'd, I'd call on the Minister uh, now to conduct an immediate investigation and we need some independent uh, investigators to be part of that to conclude whether or not there's urea salt being used, whether this is a deliberate attempt by the National Parks and Wildlife Service to poison the horses, whether this is the policy of the New South Wales Liberal Party there's a lot of questions need to be answered here, Marcus, and uh, I don't intend letting it go, I can assure you.
0: No, and I don't imagine you would, and you know you have my support on this. Look, I, I'm trying to be pra- pragmatic about the situation. I've listened to what you've had to say. I've listened to what Reclaim Cosy have said and other uh, different stakeholders in this, but I am dead set against any culling of animals uh, when it, in this fashion. Um, but, well,
1: and, can I say, Marcus, yeah. the invasive species council and Reclaim Cosy
0: are currently preparing
1: a petition to go to the New South Wales Parliament to have the legislation rescinded that uh, gives protection to these horses. Now, this this is an undermining of the the democratic process. The legislation has been through the House with the support of both houses of the New South Wales Parliament. Uh, it has the support of the general public. People want to protect their their cultural identity, which is of course the part of it is the brumby. and you know to undermine that process, a democratic process, in my view is you know an intrusion into something which is very precious in Australia, and that is the right to create legislation, create law, and and abide by it. And at this stage it's it's not only the the political implication, this is, this is base cruelty. If, if they are poisoning horses, it's base cruelty. And, I, and again, I'd ask, where the hell is the RSPCA in this? You know, these people who, who create an image of being advocates for the animal. Yeah. And, and I know that the Animal Justice Party, for example, have already spoken out on this, and uh, and I applaud them for that. And we need to work with them and others. And I know that John baramara would not tolerate this sort of activity. I haven't spoken to John, but I can almost guarantee that he would not tolerate this sort of activity going on in the park. They need to establish whether it is, there's any foundation to the claims, why the horse died, and, uh, and if there's any more of it going on anywhere elsewhere in the park. I can't be everywhere in the park. I cover a fair bit of it, but yeah. uh, it, it could be anywhere.
0: All right, we'll follow up with you on this. Uh, is there any way that anybody independent can look at this? I worry that you know if we're relying on the state government to investigate itself, that you know nothing's going to happen here. Pete, can we get? We're,
1: we need we need a, a vet and autopsy. Look, yeah. it, it it wouldn't be a pleasant task, but, uh, I can assure you of that. But. But I, there are vets about who would, who would I'm sure, um, you know, contribute to establishing whether this is fact or not. But look, What about the testing in the is, soil?
0: What about the soil yeah. testing? Can and, that well, be done?
1: Leaches, the, the salt leaches into the soil and lasts forever. And there are places where the horses have dug holes half a metre deep after the salt. And it leaches into the soil. And uh, this is part of this barbaric behaviour they've got of trapping the horses. And, and and tucking them off, and it, it's just it's just unbelievable they can do it. But look, I would be saying to Glass, yep. for whom I've got a great deal of respect, get rid of this team, get rid of him now. He's embarrassing to the government, he's immature, he certainly doesn't understand the bush, and he's dragging them down. He'll cause them to sort the Liberals and Nationals to lose government if they don't get rid of him.
0: All right, mate. Good to chat. We'll catch up soon. Appreciate it. Good on you, Marcus. Thank you. All right, there he is, Peter Cochran, former Nationals member and, of course, a an advocate. Uh, he wants to save the Brumby. He thinks they should be effectively heritage-listed. Others say that they are a pain in the neck and that they destroy the environment down there in the Snowy Mountains. Look, either way, I don't like the idea of horses being poisoned. Look, one thing we do on this program is uh, pride ourselves on providing you both sides of any major story. Now, this morning we had Peter Cochran on the program, a former Nationals MP. Uh, He has a vested interest, of course. He runs a a horse riding uh, operation down in the Kosciuszko National Park. Now, he's made an allegation that's the Matt Keane government, well, the New South Wales government, under the direction of the Environment Minister, Matt Keane, well, the allegation is that they are poisoning Brumbies down in the Kosciuszko National Park using some sort of salt, which effectively leads to an agonising death and a painful death for the mammals. Now, I know... uh, a lot of people are divided on this issue. Here's just a reminder of what Pete had to say a few moments ago before we hear from the Invasive Species Council, CEO Andrew Cox. I mean, it's in contravention
1: of almost every uh, convention in relation to humanity that you can imagine. I mean, it's, it's baseless cruelty. And uh, if it's true that they are using urea salt to salt these horses in and the salt needs to be tested, We believe they are. The horse is actually dead on the salt lick. And this is a salt lick created in order to attract horses into a place where they can trap them. It is a place that's been used by the National Parks and Wildlife Service to trap horses in the past. Uh, The horse was dead right on the site, right on the salt. So it wasn't as though it was uh, some misadventure in some other place. And uh, it's almost conclusive evidence to us that they are using urea salt and whether this is accidental or not, and I suspect it's not, uh, then it, there, there needs to be action. I, I'd be asking where the hell is Matt Keen and, and Peter Garrett apparently recently endorsed the actions of the Invasive Species Council in their action up here, and I, I'd, I'd call on the Minister uh, now to conduct an immediate investigation, and we need some independent uh, investigators to be part of that, to conclude, whether or not this urea salt being used, whether this is a deliberate attempt by National Parks and Wildlife Service to poison the horses, whether this is the policy of the New South Wales Liberal Party, there's a lot of questions need to be answered here, Marcus. And uh, I don't intend letting it go. I can assure you. All right,
0: that's Peter. Co- uh, I beg your pardon. That's Peter Cochrane. Andrew Cox now is from the Invasive Species Council of uh, New South Wales. He joins us on the program. Good morning to you, Andrew. Thanks for holding on, mate. Thanks,
2: Marcus. Now we're a national group, the Invasive Species Council.
0: OK, the national group. OK, now you're their CEO. What do you make of these allegations from Peter this morning?
2: Look, I totally reject the suggestion that the National Parks and Wildlife Service in any way deliberately poison horses. There's trap sites there. They have salt licks to encourage horses to come to the site. They don't poison the horses. The traps have not been used for the last few weeks because they've they've been shut down over school holidays. They've been trapping over the last six months. and There's hardly any horses to actually trap. Um, Look, there's a growing... There's a problem in the park. There's a growing horse population. Um, Thanks to Peter Cochran, there's been pretty much uh, go slow or no action at all on these growing numbers of horses. And there's over... You know, fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 horses in the park, and they're growing. So, of course, there's going to be some dead foals naturally, and the fact that one was attracted to these salt licks and died there, I don't think you can blame the park service on that.
0: Uh, well, I'm certainly not blaming anybody. Uh, I mean, I I would hate the idea of baiting horses and having them, you know, agonising deaths. This Uriah salt that Peter's talking about, is it... Uh, so that is not being used at all, or- Look, uh,
2: there wouldn't be any salt that's used that would have any poison component.
0: Okay. It's not
2: allowed to be used. They would need a special permit. The National Parks and Wildlife Service are being very careful. I've, you know, They talk to us about the protocols. They're overseen by vets and animal welfare experts. And they're only trapping. Uh, the trapping has been going on for the last few weeks. So, if there's a, unfortunately if there's a, a dead fall in that area, uh, sure. that doesn't mean the park service can be blamed for that.
0: No. Uh, look, are we still doing uh, the last I heard on this whole debate late last year was that we were undertaking a new count of uh, of brumbies in the national park in Kosciuszko to you know ascertain uh, the extent of the problem there.
2: That's right. Yeah, there was a, a new count done. Um, that was it's just been completed in the last month, sure. and we're waiting for that to be released. Uh, the last count that was done before the bushfires in early 2019, the count said there was about twenty thousand, give or take, you know, three or four thousand in Kosciuszko National Park. And if you look back twenty years ago, there was probably only one to two thousand horses. So we've got a growing problem, and uh, while the Number keeps growing exponentially, another four thousand fold or so were' added this spring Yes,
0: uh, we've,
2: we've got a we've got a really serious problem, and mm. the, the trapping program that the park Service has been doing over the last six months has only removed three hundred, so the population keeps growing, even this where this trap site is on the edge of Carango plain
0: yeah. twenty
2: years ago, there were only about twenty horses counted in the area now there's thirteen hundred horses just in that plain, so the wetlands are being hammered, the headwaters of the Murrumbidgee are just being destroyed by horses, and you're you're struggling to see kangaroos or wombats near us now. It's turning The national parks is turning into a, a horse park, and Peter Cocker must be very happy that all he sees are oh, uh, feral horses on his horse treks. So, I mean, that's not really what you come to a national park for.
0: All right, um, just explain again to my, uh, my listeners why yep. uh, we have a problem with Brumbies in the national park. What sort of damage do they do, mate?
2: Well, they're over 100 kilograms. They have hard hooves. Uh, they'd like to congregate on the waterways, and there they graze on all of the vegetation. They trample it. So any animal that needs that sphagnum moss or the or the long grass doesn't have any of that habitat left. So there's threatened species, whether they're frogs or the broad-toothed rat, they're skinks, that they don't have any um, homes left, and it muddies the waters, it's, uh, it just transforms the whole area into short you know, short cropped grass that's heavily grazed. Mm. And the horses are very territorial, so they also chase out the other native animals. They're big animals. And imagine you know the plain with a thousand horses there every year, year after year. The wetland gets trampled. Uh, you know, the, the national park was protected you know, seventy five years ago to protect its water catchments, and now it's being overrun by horses. So the horses really are causing massive damage.
0: All right, good to talk to you, Andrew. Thank you for touching base with us on this. Uh, It's an ongoing debate and an ongoing situation that has divided many, but I I like to hear all sides of uh, of any argument. Uh, Look, I- Unfortunately, mate, um, yes, I I tend to agree that there needs to be some culling uh, if it's, you know, an environmental impact that is not sustainable, then obviously, yes, naturally, we do need to ensure uh, that we're humanely as possible um, trapping these animals and ensuring that the native flora, I beg your pardon, the native fauna has a fair go uh, in the region. Yeah. I mean, that's what you know, makes... Your main,
2: your main program is the best, so we, we support that too.
0: All right, mate. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Marcus. See Bye. you, mate. Andrew Cox, who's the Invasive Species Council CEO. What do you make of it, 13, 12?